The following audio is from Fellowship Church in Nederland, Texas. Our mission, to love God, love others, and make disciples. For more information about Fellowship, visit fellowshiptx.org. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in for our podcast uh, again this week. We had a very, very busy week, but it was awesome. We had Passion Week this past week. We started on Palm Sunday and then uh, worked our way through the week and finished yesterday with Easter. And it was it was a really good week. Yeah, it was. It was jam-packed. Yeah. I was exhausted. I don't think I've ever slept so good in my life. <laughs> last night, <laughs> I was knocked out. Yeah, I went to sleep pretty quick last night, too. We... Uh, we had a super busy week. We had Palm Sunday. We had a great time um, hanging out uh, after church with the link sale. A lot of people came to that, which yeah. I was I was really surprised that that many people stayed back and hung out. Like we ended up having to do like a rotation with the kids in the bounce house. And everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, and especially because we had to move it inside, and I was really looking forward to being outside. Yeah, I didn't know how that was going to affect anything, but it, we had a good crowd, and everybody hung back and ate and everything so yeah yeah and on top of that we made a lot of money for our camps that's right it was a a good good little fundraiser so uh we did that and then we uploaded our videos on monday and tuesday and Mm -hmm. those had a lot of traction and then wednesday we got together as a church and uh, took communion and then thursday we had our night of worship um which uh very interesting night for for me uh with with davis getting sick in the middle of it (laughs) yeah uh, and then Friday, uh, we had our night where we focused on the crucifixion mm-hmm. and then Easter. So yeah, it was, it was an awesome week and, uh, man, I really felt like it just created some really good excitement about, uh, the gospel. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. People were, um, as, as the week progressed, you could tell it just, there was this energy of people, uh, getting excited about the gospel, mm-hmm. getting excited about, uh, the good news. Yeah, especially like everything we did was intentional. So the verses we read in the night of worship mm. or, you know, the night of communion, everything leading up to, you know, the crucifixion, then leading to the resurrection. I think it did its job in getting people's minds and hearts right, mm. ready for why we celebrate the resurrection. You know, I, I think that was the coolest part. Yeah, um, we uh, we kind of decided to do this last year. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and then COVID happened and we had to do parking lot service and it kind of uh, took the wind out of our sails with that. We had bought 5,000 flyers last year to go pass out and they've been sitting in the office ever <laughs> since last year. Well, luckily we didn't put any... Thankfully uh, we didn't put a date. That was all you. Yeah, yeah, we didn't put any dates or anything. So we were able to reuse them again this year. And uh, I, I enjoyed that part, just going around pre- preparing for this and inviting yeah. people in the neighborhoods, getting to meet a lot of new people mm-hmm. and... Um, I don't know necessarily that it yielded anybody coming to our event or not. I mean, there were definitely a lot of new faces. I don't know if they come because of the card or what, yeah. but um, I really thought that was just beneficial for our church people to get out of their comfort mm-hmm. zones and go knock on doors and, and put a little uh, effort towards, you know, trying to proclaim the gospel and get people to come. Yeah. I think the one word sticks with me is intentionality. Yeah. Just, you know, because like you said, we had planned it for 2020. We were coming off of a really good series in the, we are fellowship series mm-hmm. and, People were just excited about it, excited about what was next. And remember, we sat down as a staff and just said, "What? Why is Easter important?" And instead of just doing the next big thing and getting a bunch of people here who might not be here the next week, yeah, how do we make it intentional? 
Yes, they they say that the the most depressing week of the year for pastors is the Sunday after Easter because <laughs> yeah. you know you'll have a great crowd on Sunday on Easter and then nobody shows up the next week. But um, you know, there's always been this temptation in church world to to you you want to capitalize on Easter because there's you know you know that that's going to be when your biggest days of the year, right? And so there's this almost this mindset of like it's almost like this marketing mindset of like mm-hmm. there's going to be a bunch of people here, so how can we get them to come back the next mm-hmm. week? And and truth be told, rarely does any of those. I mean, you can have a helicopter come drop a million <laughs> eggs in a field, and 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 again, you may have a lot of people show up that day, but it doesn't yield any like real spiritual fruit. And uh, you and I have talked a lot about um, this this burden that we have to not just do things because that's how we've always done them, but we really want to see a spiritual impact in people's life. We want we want the gospel to, um, to, to really be evident in the things that we do and, and there, there to be a reason and intentionality, like you said, in everything that we do. And so, you know, as we sat down and planned this out, that was, that was our thought process. We could, you know, we could do all these things and get a bunch of people here on Easter Sunday, or we could mm-hmm. do something that's really laser focused and try to help people understand the gospel and then fall in love with the gospel and yeah. get passionate about it. And so that was our our focus uh, this year with Passion Week was to plan a week where we focus ourselves and our hearts on the gospel, but also to help us to help us to get passionate about the gospel mm-hmm. again and get excited about it and get uh, excited about sharing it with our neighbor and and proclaiming it to those around us. And so, um, you know, in every little thing that we did, that was that was the focus. We want to get people excited about the gospel. Yeah, and I think it was effective, or, you know, it's hard to gauge effectiveness, right? Mm-hmm. Just because it's hard to gauge, you know, we don't have surveys, we don't have, yeah. you know, feelers out there, nothing. But at the same time, you know, when it's introspective, like yesterday after church, you know, um, like you said, we had a really great week, and uh, Friday was like this emotional, I think it's like the, is this emotional mountaintop to where Sunday was just like uh, a celebratory thing, right? Because mm-hmm. Friday was so deep and so dark, you know, with talking about sin and the crucifixion. And I think my heart was just so soft. But then Sunday after church, I was thinking about, uh, you know, we always care about numbers or whatever. When we don't focus on them, but we want to know how many people showed up or whatever. Yeah. And as I was thinking about it after church yesterday, like it didn't matter. Yeah. You know, and, and, uh, because I because I was talking to so many people about what had happened during the week that, you know, I think it was this it was this for me, it was super effective to have people on the same ride that I was on, mm. you know, that there was this really emotional high because of what Jesus did. And then that all culminated yesterday with the victory of the resurrection and and uh, and how exciting that is for us. And mm. people got saved. And it's just like. You know, it was one of those things I was telling you, I was watching that new show, The Chosen, mm-hmm. on the season two or whatever, which I won't give you any spoilers because you haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet. Please don't. It's only one episode. but I, mean, I read the book, but... But we're watching it last night, and I think there was just something like I, my heart was still soft and everything, and like everything was hitting on all cylinders. Yeah. Every single thing they're talking about in there was hitting on all cylinders because, because I had spent the week preparing my heart for passion week. Yeah. And I think that's for me, what is effective. If I felt that way, I know other people did too. Yeah. And, and for me, I think that's most important than, 
you know, oh, we had a good crowd or whatever. None of that mattered to me yesterday for some reason. And it's just like intentionality mattered. Right. Yeah. I mean, you could have a thousand people here. And then, like, like I said, next Sunday, we go back to our normal attendance and, <laughs> and, and for what? Yeah. You know, what, what have we gained in that? Um, but I think what we've gained this week is um, we've gotten our people uh, passionate about the gospel mm-hmm. and, and recognizing that uh, the gospel is not something that we can be nominal about. It's not something for us to just dismiss or forget or grow apathetic towards. It is... Yeah. It is something that is life changing and um, something that 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 we would should always be um, super passionate about, super excited about, and um, I think I think that's what we've accomplished this week. And I think that um, you know we we talked about how we had some momentum, and then COVID hit, and then it kind of took the wind out of the sails, and then. Yeah. And I think this week it put the right wind back in the sails. Yeah, you know that that passion for um, what we should be about and the excitement for the gospel. And I think people were really, I've, I've had a lot of conversations and, and everybody I've talked to just really loved it and mm-hmm. uh, loved the, the, the different things that we talked about and how everything pointed towards the same common goal and, and people definitely, uh, definitely enjoyed it. Yeah. So all that being said, we'll just take a few questions again, like we usually do on the podcast. Yeah. For those who did, who weren't able to make it all week, or you know, maybe for those who just showed up Sunday and thought, "Man, something's different." You know, why should people care about Passion Week? Because everything that we are, everything that we believe in, um, <laughs> everything hinges on hinges on the resurrection. Yeah. Um, I read this scripture yesterday. Um, in first Corinthians 15 where Paul uh, says, if there is no resurrection of the dead, then not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, then our proclamation is in vain. And then he goes further. He says, and so is your faith. Hmm. There's no point in faith that there's no resurrection. Yeah. There's no point in believing in Jesus who said that he was going to raise on the third day if he did not raise on the third day. So uh, all, all that we are and all that we do hinges on the resurrection. And I, I said it yesterday a few times but I think that we as a culture, especially a church culture that went through the 90s and early 2000s where there's just this huge evangelical push, mm. we've gotten super comfortable and really apathetic towards the gospel, I think. Yeah. I think that's evident in our actions and our fruit. We've gotten super comfortable uh, with the gospel and to the point where it's led us to be very inactive and very... Um, just, just not excited. You talk about the gospel and people don't get excited. It seems like it's yeah. just like, oh, I've I've heard this story before a million times, mm-hmm. and uh, I think that's an incredibly dangerous place for us to get. And and Passion Week for us helped us spend an entire week where we remind ourselves of how big of a deal this thing is. Right. You know, when we um, we start off with Palm Sunday and we we see all the the stuff uh, all that background information of Jesus coming into town and what that meant when he comes mm-hmm. riding on that donkey and then you know we, we we partake in communion and not just because it's a church thing that we're supposed to do but we really talk about the meaning behind all of that and then you know we, we talk about the the seriousness of sin and like mm. you said that was a very heavy night for yeah. us to be reminded how serious our sin and there's a that's another thing that we get super comfortable with yeah and when you hear it week in and week out and every sunday you get 
just kind of going through the motions, it can become super just just another thing become nonchalant about mm-hmm. it and that's that's not where the christian should be and so it's good for us to have a reminder um that this 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 is a huge deal yeah and then there is there's no point to all this without the resurrection there's no point to all this without jesus's victory over sin and death and so that's something for us to celebrate and that's why we wanted to spend an entire week doing that is to kind of spur that back in our memories and our minds of how big a deal all of this really is yeah i think too like carving the whole week out and making that a priority in your life is important when it comes to the resurrection you know because we as pastors are called to equip people for the ministry and so you know if like you said if you're not passionate if you're not serious about the resurrection how are you ever going to help convert anybody Mm for that purpose you know if this is the good news that we preach you know and yet it's not news at all because we're just apathetic about it Mm. you know how does that work and so i think carving out a whole week to where not only we get our minds right and our hearts right but we refocus again on why it's so important to go tell others what we've experienced you know that that you know when you think about it people who who were who connected with Jesus and the gospels wanted to go tell everybody. Mm. And when you talked about it a couple of weeks ago, how, you know, before his public ministry, he'd be like, don't go tell anybody, you know, like mm-hmm. just keep this under the wraps. And sometimes they couldn't hand, they couldn't hold no, it. They wouldn't. They yeah. would go anyways and tell people. And that's why the buzz got so big. Yeah. But because there's just something about when Jesus changes your life, you can't contain it. Right. And, and, uh, and, and carving that week out to remind people about, the life change that he brought to them or to me or to anybody else, I think is very important. Yeah. I, my prayer has been that this would be that fresh fire and passion in our hearts, that, that that's what, how God would use this past week, this past mm-hmm. week, that he would use it to stir something in our hearts, to remind us of the, the, the truth of the gospel, the power of the gospel and, and just, just kind of create that fire in our hearts again for the gospel so that we would be excited about it and excited to go tell others uh, about it as well. Yeah. So that being said, is there any significance in being present every night of passion week? Obviously we had a really good week and we plan to do it again in the future. And so go through every day and then kind of speak to the significance of what that day means and why we should try to be present for that corporately. Yeah, well, you know, each thing that we do has a, there's, there's the corporate element to it. And there's, I mean, you read through scripture, there's obviously a corporate element to everything. You, mm-hmm. you look at the early church and what they're doing, there's an importance to us coming together as a body in unity focused on the gospel. I mean, you read through all these different letters that Paul writes, and uh, many times that's his focus is is unity, and mm-hmm. that we would unite our hearts, and not just for the sake of unity, but so that we could praise and worship God together as a as this unique body of fellowship here in in Maryland, right? And so, um, well, several of his epistles are written to a church. It, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. The church at Ephesus, though, you know, the church at Philippi, all of them, yeah, or most of them are, are written to churches. So. I mean, even some of the other ones like Timothy are written to pastors. You know, Timothy's a pastor, a young pastor getting started church. So it's still kind of the same yeah. idea, right? Um, but each element that we planned, uh, we wanted to have 
this this time where we could come together corporately as a church and participate together in that thing. So when we did um, that, you know, the first day Palm Sunday, we I wanted us to focus, you know, what we talked about about the fact that uh, Christ came in on that donkey and he's making a statement and. Mm-hmm. And the fact that a lot of people didn't want Jesus to be the king of their hearts. They just wanted him because he was he raised Lazarus from the dead. And they're like, this dude's going to come in and he's going to take over Rome and it's yeah. going to be awesome. And and so we kind of start with that. And then even even the we, we kind of did the dinner on the ground thing and made that into a, a fundraiser for camp. But even just that time together as a church to kind of start off the weeks in a, in a celebration type um atmosphere mm-hmm. uh, I think was huge for us to to do I think it's important for us to come together in times like that and celebrate together and then you know we did the online thing Monday and Tuesday but then Wednesday partaking a communion that's something that the scripture tells us to do Jesus told us to do this in remembrance of me you can't do that alone by the way exactly yeah you, sh- you shouldn't do that alone right that's mm-hmm. a that's a corporate thing by by its very definition mm-hmm. of, of what it is in, in scripture and so um we we planned that very intentional because we want to focus ourselves one the entire week we're kind of walking through Jesus's last week as well right yeah. and so he does have his last supper with his his disciples um, but also we want to kind of put ourselves in the context of what's going on there and and, and remember like they were going to remember mm. right that, that Jesus uh, came to provide freedom and he came to provide a future. We wanted to spend some time together as a church, focusing ourselves on that truth and partaking in communion because it's very important to remember this. I mean, that, again, that's kind of the focus of the week is, is a reminder of the gospel. And again, you look through the Old Testament, how many times did God tell somebody to make a monument or to yeah. celebrate this holiday? Because he understands it's important that we remember, that mm-hmm. we remember the blessings that God has done for us. And like I said, I think one of the biggest reasons we become apathetic to the gospel is because we don't think about it. Mm. We don't think about the Jesus, the fact that Jesus sacrifices life for us every day, right? We, we should, though, right? We should, yeah, <laughs> but we don't, right? I mean, yeah. people get busy, they go to their work, and then and, and you and I have a unique perspective that we this is what we do, right? We're sure. here all day, every day, but some people, because of just life, they it kind of becomes a fleeting thought. Mm-hmm. And we come together on Sunday, and they'll hear a sermon, and they're like, oh, yeah, great. Hoorah, right? But um, it's very important that we corporately come together and and do these things. And so then Thursday we did a night of worship, and and worship is all again corporate worship is all through Scripture, all through the New Testament, and um, it's important for us to as we're remembering to be thankful for what we're remembering. Yeah, right. And so mm-hmm. night of worship is a time for us to proclaim to God with our lips united together as a body that we mm. are thankful for what you've done for us. We're thankful for this gift of mercy and grace mm. and night of worship is a time for us to, to belt it out and, and to do that. And even the little kids, right? I mean, oh yeah, they're in the front row and I can, man, they're screaming to the top <laughs> of their lungs. P- Piper was sitting behind me. She's six years old and she's just belting out those songs. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. And, uh, the whole family. That's kind of one of the reasons why we didn't really even do child care for some of the older kids. Cause they can come in and be thankful for the gospel yeah. as well. And, uh, I really like what Chris said on the video that he put out there that we Cameron videoed Chris mm-hmm. and was talking about the night of worship. And he was talking about how, you know, I can worship on my own. I can read the Bible on my own and everything, 
but it, but there's distractions, right? Yeah. You can be reading the Bible, your cell phone rings, you get a notification, you get distracted. Heck, you know, a hurricane could come, you know? So, yeah. And But whenever you're corporate, he's saying like, he was saying in that video that corporate worship, that you're intentionally there to do that. Right. And there's no distraction. Right. You carved out a time, you carved out a place, and this mm-hmm. is what we're doing. Yeah. Right. Um, and so, you know, we did that. And then Friday, it, I said it Sunday, you, you can't, appreciate the good news unless you know the bad news Mm. and and recognizing that that sin is such a big deal we we live in a society we are progressively getting worse about understanding the severity of sin yeah i mean we we sin has become the 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 comic point in everything that we watch and everything we we Mm -hmm. you know consume everything is sin has become a funny thing now right and and it it's it's the thing that jesus died for like Mm. like i think you did a great job that night like helping us understand the magnitude of of how serious god takes sin and how important it is for us as god's people to view sin with the same mindset Mm -hmm. and that we can't lean in our own reasoning and our own understanding of what we think sin should be because we don't, we don't. Obviously, we don't get it. Yeah. And, and if I think we did get it, we would be, we would be much less sinful in in our behavior. We we would be much more cognizant of how big of a deal that is. Um, yeah. I mean, we can't be sinless, but at the same time, sin is very much a choice. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and a lot of sin that we commit today, I think, if people are honest. They're choosing to sin. Mm. They're choosing that. They know that it's not right. They know mm-hmm. people in the church know living together is not right, but they don't care. They're going to do what they want based on their reasoning. Yeah, right. People know that getting drunk is a sin, but they don't care. They're going to do what they want based on their reasoning, and mm. it's because they don't truly understand or grasp the seriousness of sin, right? Um, or how or how detestable that is to God. Because if they did, they wouldn't be that rebellious about it. Right. Um, if if they're truly a Christian, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so it was important for us to have a night where we understand why Jesus even had to be on that cross. Mm. Why did, why did, why is it such a big deal? And again, when we can come together in unity as a corporate body and recognize that together, then like you said, Easter can become so much sweeter. Yeah. Yeah. We come together and, you know, we, we mourn together. Yeah, we mourn together, and then we come together and celebrate on Sunday mm-hmm. what was accomplished in that resurrection, and how big of a deal that is. Yeah, um, that again, it, it's it's all corporate. And you, know, you look at the early church; they're meeting every day. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we get into this Americanized version of church where it's like, all right, I'm going to go Sundays. And maybe Wednesdays, maybe, and and that's it, right? And (laughs) a lot of churches, ours included, ditch the Sunday night deal. And Mm -hmm. I don't know what the decision factor was for that, you know, way back when. But a lot of times, people did it because there was no attendance. Nobody was coming on Sunday night. Well, if you're not going to come on Sunday night, there's no biblical prescription to have a right a service on Sunday night. So let's just cancel if there's no reason to have it and nobody's coming. Let's get just ditch it. But, um. But I think when we can spend a week together as a church and our hearts are all mended together in unity, yeah, focused on all of these things that we've talked about. And like I said, each one had a different purpose and each one had a different 
um, you know, kind of mindset behind it. But we unite our hearts together in recognizing what was done for us through the cross and the resurrection. And we celebrate that and we th- we're thankful for that together as we sing. Uh, I think that does a lot for uh, our church. Mm. Uh, it does a lot for the hearts of our people. Um, because in that God is glorified, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not saying God's not glorified in a helicopter egg hunt, but, <laughs> yeah. but I, I, I genuinely believe that he's definitely glorified in, in when we come together as a church, recognize uh, the truth of this gospel and celebrate it together as a church and proclaim thanks to him through songs. Yeah. I think, I think God is glorified in that. Yeah. And I think, you know, we're talking about going forward, we're going to do this again and, it's it's not if you're listening out there you're watching you know it's not like oh there's church tonight maybe i'll go no that that wasn't the purpose right the purpose wasn't just to have another church service the purpose wasn't just to do what we do sunday the purpose was a heart issue you know i think if people and maybe i and i'm i'm just gonna be a little transparent here maybe i'm a little i you know i'm always the like way harsh one right like i lack grace sometimes (laughs) and so I get frustrated sometimes, you know, when it's like, why don't people see this as important as I do? Yeah. And, and, and we've talked about that. Me and you, how for me, things might seem super important, but maybe it's not that big a deal. This isn't one of those, right? Like this is such a hard issue. And, and, and I wish maybe people would have the understanding that when we put this thing together, it's because we're concerned about everybody's heart. Yeah. Not just our own hearts. And not that we just want to get together and have church, but that, you know, there's a purpose for what we're doing to go forward. Right. And I think that that is the importance of being present every day of that week is to be on the same mindset. And as we go forward beyond that, you know, we can all be together corporately on the same mindset and the same mission and achieve that goal. Right. Yeah. We're, we're trying to ditch programs for program's sake. Yeah, for sure. And, and so when we plan something like passion week it's there there's definitely been prayer and thought behind what are we doing why are we doing it what are, what are we hoping to accomplish and and the, the the what are we hoping to accomplish is never it's never been i mean you can t- attest it's never been so we can get a bunch of people here no that's not our goal that's never been our goal right our goal is to, to is to see god move in heart in the hearts of people and see people's lives change by the truth of this gospel because mm-hmm. that's where the power is. I mean, we could, we could, we could, we, we, we see all the magazines and oh, and yeah. read all the Facebook posts of all the things that all these other people are doing that gets thousands of people in their church. Well, you could do that. We could switch to that model and get a thousand people here easy. Oh yeah. But <laughs> what are we, what have we accomplished? Yeah. You know, what, what is it? What does it matter to gain the whole world, but lose your soul? You know, yeah. like, like we, we are very much, uh, passionate about doing things for a purpose and making sure that people understand uh, the gospel and that they're passionate about the gospel and that they're sharing the gospel and that mm-hmm. they're living out this life that we see in scripture. That's what's important to us. And again, to be totally transparent, sometimes we get tempted with that, right? Yeah. We'll get in this zone of like, we got to get this and we got to try to do that and everything and have to bring ourselves back to like square one and be like, yeah. hold on. Two years ago when we were playing in Easter, what did we start talking about? Even though we had already had a conversation about the fact that it's there's no point in doing all this crazy stuff for Easter, we started listing things that we could do to get people here for Easter, and then yeah. we were like, "What? Let's let's just stop." Yeah. What are we doing? Yeah, we had to talk ourselves out of it. Yes. Yeah. And, and th- there is that temptation to um, 
to, to want to see. It's like you said a while ago. There's no tangible results from Passion Week that we could define yeah, right yeah. now. We can't be like, man, there was this many people here. That's a d- easily definable, awesome. This this is the results of Passion Week. Mm-mm. But what we can talk about is that the fact that at least three people profess Jesus, mm, yeah. and the the results that we're going to see in the future. Who knows? You know what this does for our church. Um, but I also know that. Uh, the result that I'm most concerned with is that I do truly believe that God was glorified in what we did this week. Mm. And um, that excites me that that that's what I can get passionate about. Yeah. So now that passion week is over and, you know, we had this super high, high of really an awesome week. Easter's over. Now what? What what does that mean for the future? How does that work for fellowship as a corporate body moving forward? Well, I would say that, the, again, the point of Passion Week was to uh, to ignite uh, uh, something in our our hearts and our minds for the gospel. And so what what is the fruit of that? It's that we would go and make disciples, yeah. right? I mean, that's, that's what we do with the gospel. <laughs> once we get it, once we understand it, once we get excited about it, we in turn go and proclaim it from the mountaintops. Anybody that'll listen, we tell them about this good news that Jesus makes a way for victory, that his victory is our victory. And so that's, that's the, that's the, what's next. It's, it's one that you truly surrender to it. Like we mm-hmm. said, Sunday, Yeah, you know, jump, jump out of that plane and, and get committed to this. Uh, but two, go and start telling anybody that'll listen yeah. about this good news. Because um, if it, if it was truly something that you were excited about this week, then how could you keep it to yourself? Yeah. I like that a lot. Right. If you, if you this <laughs> week were like, man, this was awesome. I, I mean, people would be heard oh, talking yeah. about how great this week was mm-hmm. and how much, you know, how much it really stirred something in them and how they loved it. Well, if you loved it, what are you going to do with it? Yeah. If you, if you truly loved it and you kept it to yourself, then let's be honest, you don't really, really <laughs> love it. Yeah. Because if you did, you'd go proclaim it to anybody who's going to listen. Yeah, and I would say, like, if you thought this week was awesome, you know, just think of, like, Matthew twenty-eight nineteen. Jesus is saying, go, therefore, meaning continually go. Right. Don't just make it about this week. Always go. Right. Every time you go, everywhere you go, every moment you have, you know, remember Passion Week and why the good news is the good news. You know, I wrote down uh, Romans 1, 16, where it is a very famous verse, but Paul says, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, mm. you know, that that's what we're talking about here is that when you, it's not for lack of information. Now, right. if you've been through passion week and you understand the resurrection and you understand why that's important, that that has the power to change lives for salvation, then that should be what you're continually going and doing, yeah. you know, because that's what Jesus has commanded us to do. And that's what I would like to see moving forward for our church, for sure. Yeah, I would like to, you know, next this Sunday, I fully expect for us to go back to our normal sure. attendance and everything to kind of go back to normal. But my prayer is that while things on the external are normal, things in our hearts are not normal. Mm, yeah, that there's something different about us leaving after this past week. There's something that's that's different in our hearts and our understanding of the gospel that creates that spark that we're going to go out and and be a little bit bolder about telling people about Jesus. I like that a lot. Yeah, that's good. Well, if you're listening, if you're tuning in, if you're watching, you know, we want you to be on fire just like we're on fire. And so, uh, you know, we're going to 
we're going to keep hitting it hard. We're going to keep it keep it up with the equipped classes and, you know, with the laundromats. And we have some other things planned out for the summer. And, you know, you, you don't want to miss out on what's going on, especially if you haven't been here in a while or whatever. Like, you know, come check it out, you know, get plugged in. You know, it's super intentional. It's not going to be superficial at all. Never are we going to be about that. So. Yep. Yep. You guys have a great week. Thank you so much for listening. And we always welcome you to join us at Fellowship Church in Nederland, Texas, where we gather, grow, give, and go.